Are we starting? Yeah, we are. Okay. <laughs> hey, by the way, if you're the person listening to us in France, you need to contact us because we have two listens from France and I can't figure out who would be doing it. I'm so excited. I can't believe we have people in our own town listening. I know. It's really kind of fun. But we went to a really silly, fun party over the weekend, right? It was a Robbie Burns celebration. Nobody's going to know what that is. No, you're right. No one knows who Robbie Burns is. We don't have time to explain it either. Look it up. But needless to say, there were guys in kilts and bagpipes. (laughs) And we had to make speeches. We did make speeches. And we were introduced as Smoochie. Podcast stars. The podcast stars. (laughs) By the way. Cheers. Cheers. There we go. I think this is this is like the uh, the Kathy Lee thing. Yeah, we're going to keep this up, right? Drinking the booze. So I'm a little nervous. I did have somebody listen to the show, and um, they were kind of prepping themselves for the Walmart story. And and when they listened to the podcast, <laughs> they were like, "You were worried about the Walmart story." <laughs> he felt the other two stories trumped the Walmart story, but. Okay, so listen, let's just get into this because I'm having a little, everybody knows I've admitted my anxiety and I'm having a little bit of anxiety about sharing these stories. Oh, stop it. I know. I shared some pretty personal stuff. You did. And I'm really proud of you for sharing those things, but (laughs) you were raised in a very, um, let's say emotional family and that means we're nuts and we throw things yeah and have arguments on christmas day and right. down the christmas tree that's another podcast yeah that was, oh yeah but i come Happy from <laughs> i come from a very repressed english, english family so for me to kind of talk about these things it's a little unnatural i can talk about your things and laugh about your things sure throw me out for the wolves throw you under the bus but then to talk about my things it's a little challenging so listen let's let's tell our friends what the name of this episode is it's called she, she nagged, nagged me. me, which stems from the first season of CSI. We were we were church going folks back then, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I miss our friends no, from I, church, and we had very close friends, and there were about four or five of us guys from the church who used to get together for what we would call Bible, Bible study. study. I was in quotation figures. Yeah, there was no Bible involved in. Bible study. It was drinking beer and watching uh, bugs die in a bug zapper and watching TV. <laughs> so we did all the things. The that, bug zapper. Oh, that was entertainment in and of itself. So one night we were watching CSI. Grissom is trying to figure out what's going on. And finally, they know who the the murderer is. They just didn't know where the body was. And they go to a cistern and they open it up and there's the dead wife. And and he turns to Grissom and says, she nagged me. <laughs> and 
You've never seen five guys throw up their hands and and cheer in unison because we all knew exactly what that guy's feelings were. Not to say we condone it, just to say we understand. So we always make the joke about she nagged me. The first story that Phil was inviting me to share is the foxy lady story. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you, want you, me, you want me to start it? Yeah, you, you give the prelude. All right. So my brother shows up. He worked for a company where he did a lot of traveling. And when he'd come through New England, he'd stop by and we'd go out to dinner. So he meets me at work. Foxy Lady by Jimi Hendrix blaring on his car stereo. So I know where he wants to go. So we go to dinner, and then we go to the Foxy Lady. This was when Laura and I had just been married, maybe a year, year and a half, two years. It was pretty early. All right. Well, I I don't need to expound too much more than to say I came home with a face. Wait, wait, wait. Let me take take it from here. Okay. So, Phil comes home, and by the way, my friends, I was pregnant. And when you came home, you immediately went into the bathroom, and when you came out, you still had glitter on your face. (laughs) So... There is no way in nature... For you to get glitter on your face. Not that I know of. And I'm a fast talker. Not unless you're hanging out with unicorns. Yeah. Or no. strippers. Yeah, that's pretty much... Getting motorboated. <laughs> so, here's the other thing, by the way. At this particular time, maybe working at HJY. Were you still working at HJY? Yeah. So, your brother liked to share that with the strippers. That you were a local radio personality, so you were quasi-famous, should we say? Yeah. Anyway, right. About Quasimodo. Anyway, he liked to share that with the strippers because he felt that both you and he would get better service exactly so apparently you were serviced pretty well that night and um yeah i lost it i remember after you came home and we had the argument and i'm not saying that this was very smart and i do feel bad about this a little bit but maybe not really that i called your brother at the hotel and chewed him out so badly for taking you to the foxy lady. And he still speaks to me. Maybe he still remembers. Oh, I guarantee you he remembers. Yeah. But but you also, you don't seem to remember this. No, you and I talked about this a little bit beforehand. You ripped the phone out of the wall. I ripped the phone out of the the wall. Let's blame it, blame it on the pregnancy hormones. <laughs> I was still, it was still pretty over the top. I might have overreacted. Just a little bit. Right. But I want to share with you that somebody shared with me that they listened to your story about the, the Walmart story and the car. Yeah. And they said that if someone had opened their car door into 
their personal vehicle and kind of shrugged it off that my friend would have been on your side and probably gone to the decking of this guy. So, wow. so somebody actually kind of saw it from my point of view. My right. Crazy yeah. Point of right. View. So I'm sure that there are plenty of friends out there who will kind of see my point of view um, on the foxy lady story. Well, I'm sure they will. Yeah. I'll tell you, uh, I bought masterclass for Sam uh, as a, birthday present, but I bought the family plan so that we could all use it. It was just a couple of more dollars. And I've been watching uh, David Sedaris, who's a humorist, uh, his master class. And he was talking about when he was doing a, a book reading, he's in the, the dressing room, but the door is open and he's got a security guy there. His sister, who he hasn't seen in five years, shows up, wants to come in. David looks at the security guard and says, will you please close the door? And he had the door shut on her face. I actually gasped when I heard the story because yeah. it, it, it's not like she was a drug addict. She was uh, very mentally unstable. She was, I think, schizophrenic. And shortly thereafter, she committed suicide. Ooh. He, he said the same thing. He said, I lost a lot of fans because of that story, but... Nonetheless, I had to be honest. And he yeah. said, I also had other people who defended it because they've dealt with mental illness in their family. Right. But we can all, well, the two of us can relate to that. Okay. So the next story is called Urban Outfitters. I wonder why. <laughs> because it happened at Urban Outfitters. Oh, interesting. On, I never would have guessed. Right. On Thayer Street in Providence, and this was on Black Friday. I would take the kids, and sometimes you would come. I was there. You were there at this particular Didn't want to be. Year. No. Never no, want to be. You made that pretty clear. Yep. And so we were at Urban Outfitters, and I had picked out some things. I let the kids tell me what they wanted for Christmas, because they were teenagers, I think, at this point. There was a dispute between myself and the poor person working at the register because there were signs all over the store that said 40% off. And that's all they said. There was nothing about any exclusions. So as you can imagine, me being, by the way, my friends, I have um, Scottish heritage. Let's bring that back to the Robbie Burns uh, party so you can look that up. Anyway, Scots are notoriously cheap. So I started to argue with the poor person working at the register. They were just doing their job. I was... This went on for a long time. Yeah. I actually was so uncomfortable that... I left. You did. I, I went I went to Burke's. I think I argued with this person for about 10 or 15 Oh, it was more minutes. than that because I went to Burke's and I strolled around Burke's and then I came back and they were calling the police at that point. Yeah, right. So um, I ended up leaving everything there. The kids could not even look at me and I just had blinders on and I... I really ended up sort of 
blaming the person at the register. So you were going to um, get like a lifelong ban. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I left. Yeah. But the prologue to that story is um, I did end up getting a gift card to Urban Outfitters. Yeah, they, they apologized. And they apologized to me. So it was me not being able to let go. Me holding on, sinking in my teeth, and just maybe I'm a little bit yeah, of little one bit. of those entitled white people. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. But your kind of crazy is not as demonstrative as mine. The, one of the excuses or, or reasons why I said I left my last job was because my boss at the time and I didn't fold our towels the same way. That was the... <laughs> Are you kidding me? That was the... No, no, that, that's the, the, the metaphor that I was using. Oh, okay. We weren't folding towels at work, for okay. Christ's sake. What do, you th- what do you think we do at radio stations all day? Well, let's uh, go fold some. Uh... Anyway, um, so you have a very set way of doing I the laundry. Do. I have, you have a, a very set very way, set way of, of doing, doing things. Doing um, uh, the towels. You have a very set way of washing the dishes. It, the point is... We both have different ways of doing it, but we get to the end result. Um, you know, with my grandstanding and your kind of everyday nagging, <laughs> we both are just as guilty as the other and the reason why we're both on medication. So we're out I, of time. <laughs> I was going to talk about the last stories, which are called the poop stories. Oh, geez. You know what? Can we save the poop story till the next episode? There are two poop stories. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, once again, we have done absolutely nothing to help people, but we've had a good time doing it. (laughs) (laughs) And, And if you are the listener from France, again, we need to hear from you, but write it in English. Please, because I don't speak French. (laughs) There is a translate button on Facebook. Yeah, it's always wrong. I've tried it. (laughs) Okay. All right, friends, join us next time. And uh, like us. And and, no, actually, we don't have a page. We do on Instagram. Do we? Yeah. All right. Go check us out on Instagram and uh, share the hell out of this thing. We need more listeners.